Welcome to another episode of Mic'd Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? 2022 will be the year to rediscover the outdoors. Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers, and the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV Experience. Travel like you never have before. Find out more at MidAmericaRV.com. Mm. Big country, welcome to the show. Thanks, Welcome sir. to all of our listeners listening in the call-in app. We appreciate you. Uh, chat already getting started. It's Taco Thursday. You better believe it. I'm on one today. I'm feeling good. I'm in a great <clears throat> mood today. Are you? Something oh, happened? Oh, yeah. Huh? Something happened? Are you on Just, drugs? Not on drugs, no. Just alcohol? Happy. Huh? Huh? Alcohol? Oh, alcohol. No alcohol. I do got a new hoodie, though, and it is nice. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's what did it for you. <laughs> Me, you I just get hoodie. something new and I wear it. It's just like, you can't tell me nothing. I listen to Kanye on the way in. Can't mm. tell me nothing. How's it go? What's that? I know um, that wasn't the tune, but you know what I'm trying to do. Mm-hmm. You get where I'm coming from. You understand. What's that song that you love by the Black Eyed Peas? <laughs> That's also not going to happen today. Why not? You're on one. I'm going to get you drunk off my love hump. Uh-huh. I'm gonna get, get what you going to do with all that junk? All that junk inside that trunk. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to get you drunk. Get you drunk off my love hump. <laughs> uh, that's maybe my favorite thing you do. Yeah. Sing that I, song. I looked up the lyrics literally two days ago, and I have already forgotten them. That's how the song goes <laughs> in my head. You can't tell me nothing else. Back to that. Doesn't matter. That's the song. You got to live with it. Still not the lyrics. Nope. <laughs> not even close. Not but at all. The thing is, like you, you've convinced yourself in your head that those are the lyrics. You that is my day. toxic trait: is I sing songs to the wrong lyrics. Like mm-hmm. my, it used to drive my sister nuts in high school because I would, I'm older than her, so I would drive us to school, and we'd always start out uh, listening to the Journey song. Um, oh my god, what's it called? The freaking they're a pretty popular band. They've got a yeah. couple. Um, oh, my God. It's like one of my favorite freaking believing. songs. Yes, Don't Stop Believing. We'd, <laughs> we'd start off with that song every single day. Literally every day, my junior year, her sophomore year of school, that's the song we were listening to. And then we'd get into all these other songs. And I would be singing it. And she'd be like, Austin, that's not even the words to the song. Like, Why are you saying that? And I was like, then what is it? And she would tell me, like, oh, now I hear it. Now I hear it. The correct words. Well, wasn't like two weeks ago you were singing that Fergie song? And I was like laughing at you like I just did? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And had to tell you, like, what? What is so funny? Like, those are not the lyrics. Like, yes, they are. How's it go? <laughs> oh, and I had to look them up? Uh-huh. Yeah, that was Monday. Yeah, was it really? It felt like two <laughs> weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, also in the chat, they say it's almost Memorial Day. Maybe time to put away the hoodies. I will say today, <clears throat> it's a little bit chilly and you're wearing like a lightweight hoodie. Mm-hmm. I would call that a springtime hoodie. Thank you. It, the hoodie you wore yesterday, probably not. Yeah, the hoodie you wore yesterday was a little thicker. That mm-hmm. was uh, It was like a thick yeah. cotton hoodie. Yeah. Still yeah. a real nice hoodie. Mm-hmm. I'm also just like, I like working out in hoodies too. And so like in the summertime, you can't do that because you're just going to freaking kill yourself. But like in the winter and stuff, I just love working out in a hoodie. I have no idea why, but I just do. Homie, you've worn a hoodie every day this week. Yep. 
Counting back to Sunday. Uh, I didn't yesterday. <laughs> you wore a jacket. <laughs> it was raining outside, and then when I got in, I took it off. <laughs> you wore like a winter jacket. No, I did. That's a little coat. I wear it in the winter. Exactly. But it's just like a little. But it's just like a little jacket. Uh huh. Like an early winter jacket, a late fall jacket. Yeah. You're wearing May twenty fourth. Well, talk to Mother Nature. It's a little chilly outside. It was still like 68. I wore a t-shirt and shorts. Yesterday? Yeah. Yeah. I just, the thing is, man, head gets cold. <laughs> so you put a jacket on, not a hat. A jacket. Yeah. Right. These are the things that we talk about off air. <laughs> These are just normal conversations. We just brought it into the show today. Yeah, hope you... Uh, but it is. Taco Thursday. Hope everyone's having a great morning and day. I saw our guy Jake was having some problems with uh, Moe's. With Moe's. What's wrong with Moe's? The burrito place? Yeah. Welcome to Moe's. Yeah, that place. I've actually never been. I have. I walked in a couple weeks ago. We had to go get our pants altered, and we stopped in so I could get lunch. And uh, <laughs> I walk in, and I was waiting for like a big, welcome to Moe's, like you're on the commercials and stuff. I heard it from one person, welcome to Moe's. And then two more girls chimed in from the back. They just like peeped the head around the corner like, welcome to Moe's, welcome to Moe's. And I was like, I'm freaking welcome. Thank you. Where do I start? And they're like, over here, please. And there we were. Mm-hmm. And that's talking Moe's with Big Country. Yeah, apparently they messed up his order. We don't stand for that at Mike'd Up. Mm-mm. I'm going to start tweeting at him, too. If he doesn't get his refund real soon, I'm hopping in the DMs. <laughs> Letting them know. Mm-hmm. All right, let's get to some sports. There's a, a little bit going on that's interesting. Uh, the Raiders, yeah, one of your favorite teams. In the news uh, for two different reasons, one of them being a Colin Kaepernick workout with the Las Vegas Raiders. This is the first time that he's had any team interaction since, uh, I believe it was 2017, he met with the Seahawks, and now he's meeting with the Raiders for a potential workout. He hasn't played since 2016. He's now 34 years old. I... I tend to think this is a little more of a PR stunt than it is anything else. The guy hasn't played in the league in like seven years. I don't think he has anything left. I agree. With the Raiders, everything you look at, everything's negative right now. It's like, how can we get in the limelight of being a positive organization once again? Well, this is it, honestly. And it sucks for Kaepernick because now he's just using being used as like a decoy piece for, you know, like, hey, look, what we're giving him a shot. Why didn't you do that three or four years ago? Well, we've had Derek Carr the whole time. There's always a reason on why you haven't given him a chance, but right now, like you said, 34 years old, last time he played in 2016. What, I mean, what's he got left? Is there anything? Mm-hmm. And the whole reason he kind of fell out of the NFL to begin with or released from the Giants or moved on from was because he wasn't playing very good football. Yeah, a lot of people forget that with the whole Colin Kaepernick stuff. Like, it, I understand there was more that played into it, of course, and we're not mm-hmm. going to ignore that or act like it didn't happen because it clearly did, and we understand the message, now more so than ever. But with that at the time, he was like, he was not playing good football. Yeah. And that's kind of my thing, too. Uh, do I think the kneeling had a part of him being out of the NFL? Yep, I do. I do think that there were a lot of NFL owners that maybe they didn't even collude, but they definitely looked at that and said, nope, don't want that distraction. 
Yeah. I, so I do think there were a lot of NFL owners that looked at it and said, no, thanks. Don't want the distraction. I think that there were a lot of owners that looked at it and said, nope, don't stand for what he's doing. Not going to have that in my locker room. And I also think there were a lot of owners that said, wait, this guy wants to come in and be an NFL starter. No, thanks. You can come in here and you can compete for a job because I mean, he had lost out that job in San Francisco. Uh, yeah. They had moved on and uh, what was it, tried to bring in Jimmy G. Was that when he got there? Was that Jimmy G.? Or someone else, or I don't remember. I but there the fact in matter, between that, probably, is that he was not playing well at yeah. the time. And I do think that, I mean, even going back and just looking at some of his interviews and some of the statements that he made, he didn't want to come in and be a backup. Even now, it's like he had to come out and say, I'm ready to be a backup in the NFL. And then he got a little bit of an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Well, he had one a couple years ago, and he just kind of, Screwed everyone over, because didn't he have an opportunity at a field with all like these NFL training scouts, like in their scouts and stuff? But the media members or cameras weren't allowed, so he was like, "No, we're not going to do that. We're going to move it to this other site." And all these NFL team members and scouts were like, "Hey, we can't, we can't make that. We got other stuff we got to do. We can't just drive up an hour north now out of nowhere to get to get this. That's not going to work out." So he kind of screwed himself over the opportunity he had. I believe it was three years ago up to this point. Uh, was it? I thought uh, I thought it was during the pandemic. I don't know. Maybe it was before. Because why would he do it during the pandemic? But it was yeah. two to three years ago. For yeah. sure. But, you know, with the Ka- Kaepernick stuff, I mean, even in his last season in San Francisco, he was 29 years old. He'd been in the league for a long time. They went 1-10 that season. He, th- he came in and played a little bit. He had 16 touchdowns, four interceptions. But even his, his quarterback rating was... Uh, below his QBR was below the average at 49. And, you know, even going back and looking at guys like Tim Tebow, uh, for whatever reason, players are a distraction sometimes. It doesn't matter if they're just you know, super religious and people want to jump on that, if they're trying to stand up against police brutality. Anything that they're doing can be a distraction. Colin Kaepernick was a distraction. Tim Tebow was a distraction. And, you know, even like Antonio Brown, he's a distraction. There's all kinds of guys, good and bad, that are distractions. And a lot of times the NFL will just look at that and say, nope, don't want it. Yeah. I don't care how good you are. We don't need that on our football team right now. And I think some of that was the deal with Kaepernick. And I, I do think that there was racism involved too, but maybe not widespread, all 32 teams just saying, nope, not bringing him in. He's black. Yeah. And so with him, I, I don't like him on the field. I never thought that he was super good. Uh, I thought that he got a little bit overrated because he was tall, athletic, and could throw the ball really hard. Uh, and I don't think that he has any game left. Even if he does come in, it has a good workout. Like I just don't know that he, you're getting anything out of him. And he's not going to beat out Derek Carr. I know there are a lot of people out there that don't like Derek Carr. He's 10 times better than Colin Kaepernick. 100%, without a doubt. And, and, the fact and then that like, what is he going to give you in that offense Mm-hmm. That you know some of these other backups can't. I mean, even like I know that I've been kind of tagged a little bit of a Jared Stidham guy. I am, but uh, would you rather have Colin Kaepernick or Jared Stidham? Like, one of them is going to be a media distraction, mm-hmm. and so I don't. I, I actually think you probably weigh in. I would go Jared Stidham, and one of them already knows the offense from being in right. in New England, so that is also on Jared Stidham's side with that. It's just. I get it with the Raiders, though, Like, but at the same time, it's just all a PR stunt. So it's like, how much credit can you give them? Or be like, hey, good job, Raiders, for being willing to give Kaepernick an opportunity. 
Yeah. It, even as Jesse put it in the chat too, uh, Tim Tebow as a tight end was a distraction. Well, yeah. Even like, I honestly, I kind of forgot about that whole experience even. <laughs> like even him coming in as a tight end was a huge distraction. There are just some guys that are, and they, no matter how good they are, they're not, well, maybe not no matter how good they are, but they're not good enough to, you know, come into the locker room without being the distraction that they are. So I, I kind of hope that we put it to rest after this. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Colin Kaepernick, he got that huge payout. He's got that huge contract from Nike. Like, he's not hurting for money at all. And I, I don't think that he can play in the league anymore. And that's just kind of my analysis of him as a player, not yeah. anything that he even did off the field or on the sidelines or whatever. I just don't think he can play in the league anymore. It's been too long of a gap. And I've had that take with a lot of players. I had it with Rob Gunkrowski a couple years ago. Of He retired. He lost mm-hmm. a bunch of weight. He wasn't prepared to play. Uh, I've said the same thing. You know, Guys like Josh Gordon that come in and like, oh, now I'm going to play again. Yeah, we'll see. It's really hard to – once you get that mindset of I'm not going to play anymore, I'm done playing, to come back and play. It's hard, yeah. It's hard to turn it back on. It's mm-hmm. hard to be ready to go again. And when you talked about with Gronk, it does make sense. We have seen it flash a little bit, but like even right now, is he going to come back? Is he willing to put on weight? Because it looks like he's gotten smaller again. Looks like he's lost some weight. The last time I saw Gronk, he was shagging balls in the outfield for Tom Brady. Yep. I and I don't know. I think that he's going to wait a very long time. He's not doing the OTA off-season workout stuff. <laughs> he's not going to you know doctor the videos and change his shirt this year. I think he's going to wait and then be like. Yeah, I'm good. I'm ready to go. Yeah. I've spent think, all summer putting on weight, getting ready to go, not doing your guys' stuff. I'll play myself. I wouldn't even shape. be surprised if, like, the front office knows. Like, hey, save me a roster spot. I'll be there in <laughs> August. Or, you know, Tom Brady knows. Like, hey, we, he's coming back, but here's the contract that— Shoot. If you're Gronk, do you just come back in the middle of the season? Like, week eight? <laughs> I'll be there. I Honestly, like, he might need to. Yeah. yeah but he did have that— that um, terminology in his contract last year that if you got like what was it so many catches or something like that he had a million, you know, a million, had a million dollar dollars. bonus yeah maybe do you know another thing like that well Tom Brady would be like hey you need 20 receptions this game just once I snap the ball just stand there I'll look around dump it off to you you may get one yard at a time that's 20 yards bingo we're not counting yards we're counting receptions so yeah uh, I, I do think that he'll come back yeah I think he'll be a Tampa Bay Buccaneer I it, like you said, it might be the middle of the season. It might be week eight, week nine, where he's like, "Yeah, I'm I'm ready to go." I'm kind of actually excited for that now. When does Gronk come back? Old Gronk watch, <laughs> right? <laughs> well, again, I think he's smarter than a lot of people think. Yeah, like much, much smarter. You've said before he just leans into the whole like kind of dumb jock party animal. Like this is who I am. This is what I do. You know, I play football and I catch I catch footballs from Tom Brady. Pretty yeah. good life I got. Gronk cuts touchdown. Yeah. Spike ball hard. Gronk, Gronk spike it. And he's probably actually like a genius. Yeah. But people talk about him. And he's good at football. Um, people also talking about the John Gruden stuff too. Um, more information coming out on that one. A judge denied a motion to throw out the case. So the, it will go to trial unless there's a settlement agreed on between John Gruden and the NFL. John Gruden suing the NFL alleging that the NFL selectively leaked Gruden's emails to force him out. 
I kind of think he's right. <laughs> yeah. He might be a shitty person. He might also be legally correct. <laughs> and both of those can go hand in hand right here. The thing is, though, the NFL doesn't want to just – like, I want to know what the panic meter was in the NFL, like, offices yesterday when they realized that the judge, like, actually, no, we're going we're gonna to let mm-hmm. this keep going. We're going to let this play out. I, I don't it was think like it goes to trial. Son of a bitch. Oh, there's no way it will. No, NFL going to settle this one. Yeah. Big time. Oh, you're going to get $100 million from the Raiders? How about we give you the rest of that $100 yeah. million? You're good to go. Thank I, you. And keeping with the Raiders currently, the Colin Kaepernick stuff. Back, He sued the NFL as well. Guess what? It settled out of court. Yep. And he got a very big payout from the NFL. John Gruden about to do the same thing. Because, I mean, we've been talking about it. it when it happened, it kind of felt like the NFL was targeting John Gruden. And I have no, like other information on it. I haven't heard rumors or anything like that, but it felt like, hey, we're investigating the um, Washington commanders, but here are some John Gruden emails. We're going to fire him. Yeah. Uh, we're going to have him fall on the sword. But It's almost as if it. people were like demanding to give like, information or like, hey, you're doing this investigation and you found nothing. Like that, that doesn't seem right. How in the world have there been like all these other emails and allegations be put out there about the owner, you know, of the Washington Commanders and everyone else in that front office and, you know, the emails that are being sent back and forth, but you're not leaking any of it? What's going on there? It's like, well, actually, we have these John Gruden ones that we can leak. Cool. Now he's fired. The attention's off uh, Dan Snyder and the Washington Commanders. My only worry now, though, is what does Dan Snyder have on all the other NFL owners and the NFL themselves and why they're just not so willingly to just get rid of him? Like, there has to be something more there. Yeah, like to like the most extreme level too, to where like you can almost dismantle the NFL well, because it's like, they're just um, so scared to get rid of them. It's the SEC. You know, we talked about that last week. Jimbo Fisher, Nick Saban. Everybody knows that there's cheating, that there's recruiting violations going on, but it's that old gentleman's club of like, hey, we're not going to rat on each other. We all know some shit, but we're not going to rat on each other. And I think the NFL is afraid that if they force the hand of Dan Snyder, he's going to be like, these are the backdoor deals that we've been doing. This is like we did collude to keep Colin Kaepernick out of the league. Yeah. We are we're skimming money this way. We're doing it this the way we operate. So I I do think that that is part of it. And I I wouldn't even be surprised with John Gruden. I feel like there's a settlement and then there's the um, uh, clause where you can't talk about things. Whatever that's called. Kaepernick had to sign one. Yeah. The and, uh, is it an NDA non disclosure yes. agreement yes. or whatever? Yeah. Uh, he had to sign one of those. I I bet John Gruden will once he. Gets this settlement because, again, I think it's going to settle out of court. And, you know, with Dan Snyder, even I think the NFL is like, hey, owners got to do it. You guys go collect your votes. See if you have enough votes to to get him out of here. But we're not doing it because I think the NFL, I think we can all agree, is pretty shady. I bet there's a lot going on behind the scenes that we don't know about. For sure. (laughs) And I bet a lot of those owners are, much like the SEC coaches, they're protecting each other. Like, I'm not going to rat on you. You don't rat on me. This is organized crime probably going on in the NFL. And I mean that literally. <laughs> yeah. But we'll I see just, what happens. I, it's just so interesting. I just want to know all of it now. And I saw Jake tweeting about it earlier today. Like, no one's talking about the fact that their vice president or president was just like, I'm out. This is a terrible yeah. place to work for. I'm and gone. Like, came out with the statement and everything, and everyone just kind of overlooked it. Like, nobody talked about it. NFL Network didn't pick it up. ESPN didn't really pick it up. It was just like, hey, here's a statement. This is what happened. He's not happy with the workplace. 
doesn't think it's fair. No one's treated correctly. The moment he voices his opinion to the owner, Mark Davis, he gets fired. We're just going to overlook that? Mm-hmm. We're just going to ignore that? Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Little a lot going on uh, with, you know, Las Vegas, with Washington, and the NFL all together. I also saw, we saw this yesterday, Pepsi no longer going to sponsor the Super Bowl halftime show. Oh, darn. To which uh, we had the conversation of who drinks Pepsi products? <laughs> And I tell you, when you just break it down and you just look at the soda, I can't imagine anyone is. Now, what did you tell me yesterday? That Gatorade is also a Pepsi yeah. product now? A lot of people drinking Gatorade. I, so I get that one. But like Pepsi soda, it's awful. Very much so. Pepsi's bad. Uh, last week, I had a Mountain Dew for the first time in forever. I told you, it made me feel like a bad person. <laughs> Not just like, oh, this kind of upset my stomach. I'm I a piece felt, of garbage. I felt gross. I feel like white trash. Like, yeah, why am I drinking a Mountain Dew right now? You asked me, it was like, when was the last time you had a Mountain Dew? I was like, God, oh, dude, I don't know. And I'm kind of glad I don't know, especially after you say that. But the current brands that are with Pepsi are Pepsi, Diet Pepsi, Mountain Dew, Lay's Chips, Gatorade, Tropicana the Drink, 7-Up, Doritos Chips, Brisk the Drink, Quaker Foods, Cheetos, Ruffles, Aquafina, uh, The Naked, which I believe is another drink, uh, Propel, H2OH, Sabra, Starbucks, the ready-to-drink beverages that you can grab at the gas station, Pepsi Mac, Tostitos, Sierra Mist, Fritos, and Walkers. I don't know what Walkers are, but it's probably got to be a drink or chip. And I will say, I was looking it up too. Put it in the chat. Mug Root Beer is delicious. That is actually, that's my favorite root beer. That is a partner of Pepsi. Mug Root Beer? I just thought it was root beer. I guess I never realized it was called mug. I know exactly what you're talking about. I just thought root beer was root beer. I didn't realize there was like... <laughs> Different brands of root beer? Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, here we go again. <laughs> uh. Yeah, there's like the, what is it, Barks root beer? Is it a silver can? There's yeah, mug root beer that has beer. like the reddish orange, I think it's red maybe, with the bulldog on it. Mm-hmm. And it's got like the foam coming out of the top of the mug. Mm-hmm. Son of a gun. That's the only There's kind. There's of... A&W root beer. Is that the same thing or is that separate? It, I think A&W might be a Pepsi product too, actually. A&W root beer is the root beer I drink, actually. Look at me learning about root beer. I've been drinking it my whole life. How are there three different like top brands of root beer? I think it's just one of those things that you don't pay, like you know, but you don't like pay attention to. It's not like I walk in and I'm like, what brand of root beer am I going to grab You know today? me, man. I pay attention to all yeah, the You details. really do. It's it's just impressive. It's almost annoying to me at times, though, because you'll notice something. I'm like, what are you talking about? And he'll say to me, like, oh, I like to think I'm trying to, like, aware of certain situations or, like, pick up on points with people, you know, kind of, like, mm-hmm. communication-wise. You're just perceptive on everything. I mean everything to where it's just like, holy shit, you're right. I think as a child, I just had to be like ready, like on guard to argue every point because my brothers, especially my older brother, Mm -hmm. Matt Miller, (laughs) just be like, oh, what'd you say? It's like every argument turned into a trial of like, (laughs) oh, "Oh, you said this, so this is what I'm going to argue. It's like, no, you said this, that's what I'm going to argue. I hate arguments like that. They turn into (laughs) freaking debate. Thankfully, him and I stopped arguing. Uh, pretty early in life. Yeah. A lot of people don't know this. We did have a little stepbrothers um, fight when I was younger. Really? 
mm-hmm. came to blows the last time. And then after that, uh, I, we didn't fight again. <laughs> but I, and also, a lot of people maybe don't know this because we're very close now and get along very well, uh, despised each other as children. So me and my little brother, we we never had a moments like that, but we've re- most recently we did kind of have a little bit of a tussle, and he got pissed at me, and I kind of embarrassed him in front of the whole family. He didn't talk to me for like a whole year. Recently, that was within the last three years. Really? Yeah, he just kept pushing my buttons at my grandparents' house. I was like, dude, I've had enough, and it kind of reached a point where it boiled over, and then he got pissed at me and left, and. I was just like, God, like I felt bad. I was like, I should not have reacted that way. It was just, it's unnecessary. Like I sent him a message that I like, I was sorry and I apologize. (laughs) He sent back, if you ever lay your hands on me like that again, we're going to step outside and see what kind of man you really are. And I was like, bub, we just did. And you lost. (laughs) He didn't, he didn't respond to a text message. Send me a text for a whole year. (laughs) I would randomly send me Snapchats and we would talk about this or that. I'm not going to put all the, the details out here because mom's listening. I don't want her getting riled up about it again because she was upset about it. <laughs> but it was just like that was – and like, now we get back. along. Now like we go out together. We hang out. It's fun. Built the relationship back up. Good. Me and little I don't, bro, tight again. I don't know him as well as I know your sisters. Yeah. Um, don't go there. <laughs> this, I just – He's he's hilarious. He's He's got a sense of humor like you and like all my friends. Like he's five years younger than me. Aren't you like, a lot yeah. bigger than he is? Yes. <laughs> like, that's the other thing, too. So when he said that, <laughs> like I was just like... Like, six inches taller than he is? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, it's those situations. But he's a scrappy little dude. So, you know, there's always that concern that's in the back of your mind if he was just like, let's go for it or whatnot, which is, it's fine. It's whatever. But at the same time, it's just like, he's got a good sense of humor, and he is very much just his own person. He is very much who he is as an individual. And I love it about him. Yeah. So if someone same. sends us to him... Make sure to include that last part as well. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to deal with him getting pissed off. Your family members dominate the chat. Are they all over uh, Not, right not necessarily the chat. You've got a family member a day. Hey, I've been chat. recruiting. I've been telling them, like, hey, like, support it. And they're like, all right, I guess we will. Yeah, fine. Like, <laughs> I think my mom genuinely loves the show. She's like, oh, it's one of the best parts of my day. I was like, you know, I was more say, stuff going on in your day. I wonder if sometimes maybe your family members are just – they have the show playing, but it's on mute. I've wondered that as well. <laughs> I think my grandpa did that and didn't realize he turned it off. And it was like, oh, the show was great the other day. I was like, really? Well, like, what was your favorite part? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, no, 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 no. And I was like, yeah, I watched it jump out. Yeah, like I, I swear I listened in. to the whole thing. It was fantastic. Oh, really? Because it shows us who's actively listening. <laughs> pretty cool, grandpa. Pretty cool. Right. Also pretty cool is Roper Kia. Jump in there. Check out their inventory. If they don't have the car of your dreams, they will help you find it. And if you mention us here at Miked Up, they're going to give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride. Again, that's Roper Kia right here in downtown Joplin, Missouri. Absolutely. And if you mention Miked Up, they'll give you $1,000 off. It's not a matter of effort. It's a matter of when you're going to need a new car, a new ride, a nicer, newer car from a Roper Kia. A little bit more football. Let's jump to the college football world, though. I, two really big things happened this week. One of them today, one of them, um, what was that, like yesterday? I don't know. I thought Monday was two weeks ago. <laughs> Alonzo Highsmith, for those of you guys that maybe don't know him, has been in the NFL front office for a while. And he's worked with some a couple different teams. He was a great player at the University of Miami. Now he is stepping into a role, and they are calling him even titled the general manager of football operations at Miami. 
Yep. This is huge. I, I've been talking about this for uh, maybe a year of yeah. this is what universities should do. You should hire a giant, a GM. You should have a budget. Hire Miami a finally do He it. is a giant of a man. I've seen him in person <laughs> and about crap myself when he walked around the corner. I almost bumped into him. They're it, like, oh, well, I'm sorry, sir. Excuse me. Didn't realize who he was at first. but I think huge. we've even had conversations before, too, maybe on the podcast of like who would be a good guy to have as like your college football GM. Yep. I think he's the perfect hire. And I'm not like a Miami guy. I, I think it'll be cool if they're good again. They've absolutely knocked it out of the park. Bringing Mario Cristobal back, getting him from Oregon, mm-hmm. bringing in Alonzo Highsmith now to be your GM. They are making fantastic moves. And thank God. And I think it took them getting the president of the university like on board. with like, hey, we need to revamp the football program. And there was a little bit of an argument. Like I remember that kind of being in the news. Where it was like, ah, da-da-da-da. They finally got them on board with it, and this is what they're doing now. They are spending money to get the right pieces in there in terms of a coach, mm-hmm. now a general manager. you got a good quarterback. Who's it Van Dyke who's their quarterback? Yeah. So, like, you have a quarterback there now, too. You're rebuilding. You, you just need to hit on the recruiting classes here in the next couple of years, and you got something special. And Miami's back. The U is back, baby. Or they're on the right path to being back. I'm not calling anyone back. Not yeah, you, I mean, you throw that word around and people like yeah. get upset. And oh, is Texas back? No, they're freaking like not. Okay, <laughs> no, I saw Alabama put out uh, a hype video today too. It's 100 days until kickoff. Watching the hype video for Alabama made me nervous. Usually, I see yeah. hype videos, and much like you, but not to the extreme. I get excited. I'm like, oh, this is really cool. Like maybe you know, get a little chills. Like that's just dope to see. Not yeah. this one. That's what Not I'm talking this. about. Yeah, I hope that week one, I I haven't looked at the Alabama schedule. I hope they play somebody else because I know in early September they play the Texas Longhorns. And I'm telling you, that game's not going to be close. You've already where was the hype video at? They posted Twitter. on Twitter or Instagram? <laughs> yeah, Twitter this morning. <laughs> like where's uh so there's one? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't even want to send me a link to that? It is on Twitter. Uh, but it's you know it's a lot of Will Anderson who's probably going to be a top five draft pick. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of uh, Bryce Young, and even when I watched it, I thought to myself, man, they're not even highlighting like a lot of stuff that they did last season. They're highlighting stuff from like their spring game and things like that, which I think is a really cool move. Of like, we're not looking backwards. We're going to show you what we are about to do. This is a preview, not you know a highlight reel from. 2021 it, it did it made me nervous as a texas longhorns fan thankfully 100 days until kickoff they have utah state come to alabama first and then what is the date september 11th i think mm-hmm. alabama goes to texas in austin we are going to be there for that game by the yes, way sir. if anybody else is interested or you're looking at it now and you're thinking oh we're Events that I might go to, that'll be a good one. September 11th, it's going to be that 11 a.m. kickoff in Austin, Texas. We will be there. We'll be tailgating, I'm sure. Uh, if anybody would like to join, it uh, is open to everyone. But I am also nervous as a Texas fan. Alabama going to kick the shit out of him. So the video that you're talking about, though, is that the, the countdown is on, like 100 days till the season mm-hmm. hype video that you're talking about. Did you see the one Texas put out? I did not. It's just jerseys going from 1 to 100. <laughs> That's the difference. Texas is screwed. (laughs) Cool. Cool, cool. (laughs) Thanks, Texas. And I do think that uh, there's a lot of exciting things going on at Texas as well. 
Quinn Ewers, like, we'll see how good he is. He could come out and be absolutely amazing. He could be like a Heisman Trophy guy this Fingers year. Crossed. I still don't know if they're going to be good enough to beat Alabama. <laughs> he could win the Heisman Trophy, and Texas could go 11-1. and one. That I one's going to be honestly, Alabama. <laughs> if you tell me that, though, like the beginning of the year, like, hey, Texas is going to go 11-1, and one, and Quinn Ewers is going to win the Heisman, but they're going to have that one loss. Every Every Texas fan accepts that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so if on that one loss is Alabama and you get blown out, but Quinn Ewers still throws for like 500 yards, pretty freaking happy with it. Is yeah. he going to on that Alabama defense? Most likely not. Uh huh. But at the same time, we saw uh, blowing my slip in my mind here, right there, out of Ohio State, threw 500 yards on Oregon, and they lost. C.J. Stroud. C.J. Stroud. Thank you so much. I wanted to say Bryce Young, and I knew that was incorrect. Just <laughs> saw his face on the video. That's why. That's where my mind went. Uh huh. Yeah. So. Uh, I'm excited about that game to be there again. If you want to join, let us know if you're going. Uh, Brooks Gwynn put in the chat something about the new Long Island thing at Buffalo Wild Wings with Mountain Dew is interesting. Huh? What are they doing at Buffalo Wild Wings? Trying to stay relevant because that place freaking sucks. In, Unless in, they want to sponsor the show, love <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> right. That's a place to watch a game. <laughs> Here's the thing with B-dubs. The one that we have here is terrible. It, like, if we're tr- if we were traveling, I know we haven't much in the last two years. I'm fine with the Buffalo Wild Wings. Yeah, there's one pretty close to us in Pittsburgh, Kansas, that is good. That is true. That one's not. But the bad. one here in Joplin, I do refuse to go to. It's, just, it's such an, an it's like in an awful spot too. Like I really <laughs> wish. It's put, hard to find. If you didn't know it was there, you would not find it. Like that come and go, the Buffalo Wild Wings, the Panda Express, Burger. Like there's just a strip of shit that's all right there. Wipe it down. Restart. It's all brand new though. I know. And they just <laughs> they messed it all up. All within easily the last five years. Well, the tornado came through and took all of it. So they're like fresh start. And then they messed up the fresh start. Mm-hmm. It's an awful parking lot. It's never good. You don't know where you can get in and out of. Can you leave this parking lot to get to the next one? It looks nope, like it just used to be ledge. Yeah, you're right. It looks like there used to be a road there, and then they were just like, "Nah, let's put a building right here." Isn't that but exactly it, what they did? I uh, it's uh, that's what it looks like. Yeah, but I mean that is definitely the feel. Like just when you're driving, mm-hmm. you think this feels like a road. It looks like there used to be a road here, and then what was it? Eleven years ago, we had a tornado come through here, wiped everything out. Which is why we have a lot of new stuff as well. But then there's also situations like that where it's like, am I supposed to be driving here? Do I park here? What is this? Giant pothole. <laughs> You're in the wrong spot. <laughs> right? Yeah. Vacant lot. Car out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, I don't know. The whole uh, Mountain Dew thing with the Long Island. That just, I think I'm getting heartburn thinking about it. <laughs> but I do love a good Long Island. A good Long Island. Some some people think they can make a Long Island. They cannot do that. It's actually very bad. But if you can get a good one, <laughs> it's the best drink. Once you in get the world. once you get it figured out, once you get the countdown, you're good. That's what you know. What with all due respect, that's what a lot of people say. It's just like you have five different liquors in there. Mm-hmm. It's a. I think it's. I've never tried. It's, it's like, probably the hardest drink to make. And now it's like not throwing a little bit of sweet and sour, but not too much. Mm-hmm. And then you got to put in Coke, so it looks like tea. Yep. Uh, that's kind of hard to do. And I, maybe I'm wrong. I think adding sweet and sour to almost any drink ruins it. It does. I've found the uh, solution, though. Yeah. Simple syrup. 
which is just sugar water. Yeah, I don't know. But I know that there are a lot of people over the years, again, Long Island's my favorite drink. I remember going to Club 609 one time, one of their bartenders there uh, was like asking me what I wanted to drink, and she had mentioned a Long Island, and she kept trying over and over again to make a good one. She's like, yeah, we have a good Long Island here. Like, I'll make you one. And she did. And I had to tell her. Hey, this actually is really bad. <laughs> it all she like she just followed the the recipe or whatever. Yeah, but there's yeah. there's something more to it with a Long Island. You almost got to put your own flavor on it. You can't just follow the recipe because I, I think they're doing the Kathy Miller, which uh, is when you give someone a recipe but you leave out the secret ingredient. My mom is a fantastic cook, and I will ask her to like, hey, will you send me the recipe for this? Will you teach me how to make that? And it never comes out the way that she makes it. And I think she is – she's changing the recipe. She's lying to you. Because she wants me to keep coming back to get her fried burritos. Mm. There's something that she does to those damn burritos. They're the best I've ever had. You know, your mom is a good cook. I just need to start asking her for, like, her leftovers and be like, hey, when you yep. come by to work, just, like, drop them off in a bag. I'm right next door. <laughs> She used to make fried burritos for me. Might just need to put like a string from her office to my apartment. And just like pull <laughs> right. it on Which through. is across the street. Uh, <laughs> she used to make fried burritos for me and she would send leftovers and just these giant Ziploc bags. I'm not even, I would have like 10 full size uh, tortillas, 10 burritos in a giant Ziploc bag to where I would like hand them out to people that I worked with. <laughs> and I'm like, here you go. Here's two for you. Here's two for you. Three for me. Two would fill you up. But I think that's what's going on with the Long Islands is that somebody knows the perfect recipe. They're just not sharing it with the world. Again, that's the Kathy Miller um, way of doing things. Also uh, in the news, and I thought this was huge too, four-star quarterback Eli Holstein commits to Alabama. Yep. Nobody talking about this one. I think it's huge. I think this is ginormous because there are rumors out there that a guy like Arch Manning doesn't want to go and compete with another four or five-star quarterback. Now, I don't know if those are true, uh, but I I think, and a lot of people have put it out there too, that this probably rules out Alabama for Arch Manning. We're getting down to the nitty-gritty of there are a lot of schools that have been ruled out. And uh, boner alert. Texas is not one of those schools that has been ruled out. I tend to be pretty damn pessimistic. I just don't know. I'm feeling it. I'm feeling pretty confident he goes to Texas. I've been saying it for two years. I might be heartbroken if he commits elsewhere. I've already got it made up in my mind that he's there. It's like all these conspiracy theories. They're not conspiracy theories. It's true. He's there. He's a Texas long And I try not to get my hopes up. I don't want to be hurt. But with this one, it, it just it feels big. It does. Here's the thing, though. It's pretty much between Texas and Georgia right now, correct? Those correct. are about the two major programs. Uh-huh. Texas has to be good this year, and they have to have some sort of defensive production where they're good or there's some type of promise. Or Arch Manning is going to look right at Georgia and say, huh, they just reloaded. The only thing mm-hmm. they're missing is a quarterback. They got a running back. They got an offensive line. Yeah, defense they got receivers. The defense is just full of studs. That's going to be the easiest job for me to go do and win a Heisman mm-hmm. and go win a national title. Oh, and Kirby Smart's not that bad. I'm going yep. to go to Texas where I'm going to be the guy. Receivers drop the ball. Offensive line's not that good. And the defense <laughs> is always just too young and never good enough. Uh-huh. 
in with Texas, if I'm being honest, I don't know why they're in the running. They haven't proven anything. They are a massive university with a lot of good like NIL opportunities. But even with that, I like Arch Manning doesn't need NIL money. Like, it might be nice to be thrown a couple mil. The Mannings are not hurting for cash at all. <laughs> I mean, even Cooper has like a job with Fox. So it's not like, oh, my uncle's rich, but my dad's not. They're not hurting for cash. No. But I, so I don't know why Texas is in the running. I, I guess the good news could be that with Georgia, they've never had a good offense. And so if I were anti-recruiting for Georgia, I would say, you want to go over there? You want to play there? That's great. They're a good football team. Congratulations on handing the ball off 30 times a game yeah. and throwing it 10, which is an exaggeration. But that's what I would say if I were Texas. They don't throw the ball over there. They're not going to change when you get there. Here, we're throwing the ball downfield. And then I would continue to play highlights of when Steve Sarkeesian was in Alabama and the offense was clicking. Yep. And you know, I've had some other Florida fans even come out and be like, Florida's in the running. I, I don't have anything against Florida. I've never seen their name up there. I haven't either. In the running for like, Arch Even Manning. when you just said it right there, I was like, huh? Old Miss, though, I still think mm-hmm. is one to kind of keep an eye on. And same with LSU. Because yeah. LSU just, I mean, they're always talented. So, and that's just a great place to play with Brian Kelly and his family. Yep. So, Clemson has been another team that's been up there. Uh, Clemson is the one that worries me. But, like, because of last year, it's like, eh, maybe they kind of took themselves out. If you were Arch Manning, where would you go? And not just saying it to be a Texas fan, like I would want to see kind of like what are some other recruits that you're bringing in? Like what other playmakers are you bringing to the mm-hmm. offense? What what does your offensive line look like? Yep, because like Bijan Robinson not going to be there. Exactly. Are you bring who's? A, I think they are bringing in another star as like stud running back this next recruiting class over Texas. Seems like they always are. So you love to hear that. You love to see mm-hmm. that moving forward as a Texas fan. But at the same time, it's like. It's more than just money, because like you said, Arch Manning, like, I've never struggled for money. Money, I don't care about money. I, that doesn't matter to me. My family's mm-hmm. fine. I'm fine. I want to go where I'm going to win, and I can go down as a legend and win a national title and compete for one. Can I do that at Texas? The Big 12, how's that looking with Oklahoma? Like, if you can go to the Big 12 here in the next three years and dominate there and pretty much just seal yourself or guarantee yourself a spot in the college football playoff, I'd be happy with that. And when you look at the Big 12, it is wide open. The SEC, it's only getting tougher. Yeah. I I would Georgia would be hard to turn down because I do think that they're very good and they can make that argument of the recruiting pitch of, hey, if we just had a quarterback here, yeah, we'd be fine. So I, that would be tough for me. Ruling out Alabama, I'd be like, fuck a four star. <laughs> I'm Arch Manning. That's kind of my way. I'm gonna though. commit here. He, his ass can transfer. <laughs> yeah. I saw some people were saying this Eli Holston kid though is the next, like, Andrew Luck. He's got, like, the same build. He's, like, a 6'4", 220-pound kid. He's a massive human being with mm-hmm. amongst other high schoolers when you look at his highlight clips or just see his, like, Instagram and pictures of who's around. It's like that's the thing that I think we just kind of overlook with some of these college players, too, or these guys that go to high school. They're not all at these big high school. It's like sometimes mm-hmm. you are a man amongst boys out there on the field that and makes sense on why you're going to Alabama. He, I mean, they could get to, let's say they both commit to Alabama. They could get on campus and be like, oh, my God, this kid's actually better than Arch Manning. Mm-hmm. I, I do think that Arch is getting maybe a little bit overhyped. I don't know. I haven't watched this film. But, I mean, everybody's talking about him like Michael Jordan or something. He's just going to come in and dominate. He might be, though, dude. Yeah, he very well might be. Um but there's also there is a possibility this other kid's 
better or that he's not the best quarterback in the class. That's but, what's so fun about sports, too. It's like we can pay all this attention to one player, and it's like here's this other guy who's been just working just as hard behind the scenes. Nobody's been paying mm-hmm. attention to him, and he hasn't been posting anything yeah. to social media. And his media. name's not Manning, so yes. it's really good. Yep. And it's like, yeah. huh, that's awesome. This kid's better. Look at that. So what makes sports so fun. So what's mm-hmm. amazing about it. Definitely does. Also fun is Club 609. Uh, you can hop in there for that happy hour. Two-for-one drink specials, $2 draft pours at Club 609. Uh, we talked a little bit about it yesterday. You can get a tattoo. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't reaped any benefits from having that tattoo. I do my, I think my tab was covered one night. Walked in, had the tattoo, showed it off a little bit. Owner was like, "Your money's no good here." It, it was good there just, the next time, though. You need to start doing that again. Be like, "Hey, did you forget that I have this <laughs> forever?" You know, I'm a branded man, <laughs> and not many people can say that about Club Six Hundred Nine. You can't get rid of me. This is like Yellowstone. I'm here. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's yeah, I'm leaving on a long train ride if you're getting rid of me. <laughs> but also, please don't. I, I love and respect you guys. Uh, but also a great little establishment, great bar. More than just a bar, though, great apps, funky art, a great time always at Club 609. You better believe it. Next up is Downtown Lube, located right here in the heart of Joplin, Missouri, on 1st and Main Street. They do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. So be sure to visit their website at downtownlube.com for their full list of services. Also, it's not a matter of if it is a matter of when you're going to need your oil change or your tire service. Make sure you get that done and taken care of right here in Joplin, Missouri at Downtown Lube. All right, now for a little thinking out loud Thursday. Uh, and I'll start here. We tried real hard, myself in particular, to control the fate of the NBA playoffs. And <clears throat> I want to give myself some credit. This was a close game last night for a while. And I I didn't necessarily go zero dark 30, but I wasn't mentioning it. Yeah. I didn't say anything about, like, ooh, we got a close game. It was a low-scoring game. It was a little bit boring, but it was close. And, again, I didn't say anything about it. I kid you not, got a tweet from our guy Sylvester. Mm-hmm. Then the game got out of hand. Yeah. We almost had it. And it's Sly, I love you. I think you ruined it. <laughs> it's like when you're like, hey, uh, keep an eye on this pitcher. He's almost on a no-hitter. <laughs> yeah. Boom, next inning, there's a hit. So I walked up to over. the guy in the dugout and was like, hey, you know you're throwing a no-hitter, right? <laughs> <laughs> next pitch, home run. <laughs> God dang it, Sly. Come on, man. But, no, but well, I was, was paying attention to it a little bit as well, but I was like, we're going into the fourth quarter. I think there was like two minutes left in the third, and I was like, the score's 58 to 55. Like, nobody's scoring baskets. That's, yeah, that's around when it got out of hand, uh, so, I think. In saying that, though, as a Miami Heat fan, Jimmy Butler stinks. And that is your fault. <laughs> I did. I, I even tweeted it this morning, too. It was like, the Heat are dead in the water, man. They're just not good. I jinxed the Heat. Mm-hmm. Coming out saying, you know what? I didn't want to jinx it the first game. Jimmy Butler's a superstar. He's doing something right here in game one of this playoff series that no one else has done but Michael Jordan and a couple other stars. Jimmy Butler. <laughs> Superstar. You went real country oh. on us there for a little bit. I was kind of running out of breath, so I had to get it out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I, I don't want to call you out, but I think I have to. I see what you're trying to do. 
Stop it. Don't call it out. <laughs> I, you can't control the jinx on purpose. I, I feel like that's maybe one of the first rules of you can't purposefully try. Because even when we tried to be like, I love NBA blowouts, blah, blah, blah. The universe, fate, God, whatever you want to call it, hears it. And he's like, mm, not today. Senses of sarcasm. Like, yeah. I know you're lying. Yeah, I know you're on to my games. Yeah, and I'm not playing that way. So that's when it happens and you get like, you've re-jinxed it now. Now, here's the thing. It's like, here's a perfect example of it. When I was younger, we went to Silver Dollar City as a family. My aunt gets on a roller coaster called the Big Barn Swing. Scared her to death. She was praying, screaming to God, if you get me off this roller coaster alive, I will never ride another roller coaster. God said, okay, I got you off the roller coaster alive. She has yet to step on another roller coaster. I don't know if she's been to an amusement park since. <laughs> what does that have that, to do with anything? Because she said, like, I'm never going to do this again, and hasn't. We're over here like, hey, not going to talk smack on, you know, the Miami, I'm not going to pay attention to Miami Heat. So if she rides a roller coaster, does she die? No, he's just not going to believe her anymore on it. Oh, it's it's not a, necessarily death. It's just like, can't take circle. your word anymore. Can't trust you. Yeah. It's the same oh. thing here with the, you know, yeah. karma. and. It's the, like when my ex is like, no, I promise I'm never going to cheat again. And I'm like, I believe you. Yeah. It's like when my dad says, I'm going to call you back this next week. And he doesn't. <laughs> again. <laughs> You always have to take it to a serious note. <laughs> you took it to your divorce. I was going to say, is, it, is that like a compar comparable topic? I, I don't give a shit about being divorced anymore. It has no effect on me, and I joke about it. But I do feel like there are people who are like, oh, he's, he's talking about his divorce. You know deep down that probably really bothers him, but yeah. it doesn't. Like I, Yeah, you're good with it. I'm good with it too. Okay. I mean, it's happened long enough. I mean, I was five years old. Dude hops on a plane and says, see you next time. 18 years later, I had to there drive. There was to not see a next time. Yeah. <laughs> Homie is still out getting milk yeah. somewhere. They're like, I mean, I don't know how many more times I have to deal with the text messages. Like, oh, we really need to catch up sometime. Yeah, we freaking do. And getting the phone call. Are you still at the store buying the ketchup? Or? Yeah. Hey, man, I get it. Uh, milk's expired. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, you don't need to get baby formula. Sister's grown up and they're out of it. So now would be the time to be like, ah, I couldn't yeah, find any. Come, come home. back in the house. Come home. I know there's not any at the store. Yeah. It's whatever, dude. Stay away. Don't cool. want your I, I won't feel as bad when I joke about it, too. Because oh, yeah. I, honestly, I hate when I make a joke about my divorce and people are like, give me sympathy for it. I'm like, no, no, no. Let's laugh about it. It's funny. Yeah. I power ranked a fucking spatula in my allow top five. You, I'm only going to allow you to make those jokes. I'm not going to make fun of your divorce. Oh, I think you should. Nope, I'm not going to. Yeah. It it really it doesn't bother me at all. I, I think know it's that, hilarious. But just in um, case there's one day when you're not in the mood for it, like the joke doesn't hit, I'm like, No, go, I've, oh, I've passed the uh, that's on me. statue of limitations on that one. It's been a thousand days. Get over it. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> no, I, I mean, <laughs> I'm raising two little assholes. They joke about it all the time. <laughs> yeah. And well, their jokes cut deep, too. <laughs> oh, man. The story you told me the other day about it's like, oh, is that why you got divorced? Like, oh. I don't remember. I think it, you might actually told it on the podcast. Where like one of your daughters responded like, oh, is that why you got divorced? And it was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. They don't say either. so much shit. By the way, happy birthday to my youngest. She's eight years old today. Hey, happy birthday. She is eight years old going on 18. <laughs> yeah. It's happening quick. Uh, I'm afraid that her and I are going to clash when she's older. You guys are going to butt heads because you're the same person. Mm -hmm. So it's like you're going to get irritated with yourself pretty much. Yep. Her smart mouth and my smart mouth is going to be a problem. Yep. I uh, also this weekend we were in a wedding and I was talking to my ex-wife about plans of like, 
hey, it'd be cool if you could maybe send them in something nice on Friday, not just like <laughs> play clothes or something like that. Got to hurry and get to the reception. And she was asking about the plan for the reception. The like rehearsal dinner on Friday? They what? The rehearsal on Friday? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so my ex was asking about the plans for the reception, which there's going to be alcohol at. And she just checking in, wanted to be like, just wanted to make sure they're not going to see like get shit faced or that you have a plan. Like, yep, already got all of it covered. But I'm a smart ass. So I replied in the text to me and Mad Dog are getting shit faced. Maya's going to drive us home. I've got it all covered. I've checked you every told box. You that? I did. Yes. It, that never goes over well. <laughs> I haven't learned my lesson, and I'm not changing. Uh, but even like later on after the joke had set in, we did both have a discussion about, like, we're going to have to watch Maddie. When she is older, she just, she's already too much fun. I think, I think the, the oldest one, Maya, is going to also kind of surprise you a little bit. Because she seems quiet and innocent right yes. now. This is what I said yesterday. Uh, just co-parenting Maddie is going to be the one that we know like openly drinks parties we're going to know about all of it yeah. and it'd be like god what are we supposed to do with her she's out of control Maya is going to be the one that is sneaky like she's drinking just as much but we don't fucking know about it yep. so we're like oh look at her she's so sweet so innocent Friday night she's getting shit faced at a house party <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we thought you were doing homework for your project <laughs> already finished earlier dad <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that i i do have some karma to reap for that the one comment too. that i was talking about earlier was like when you said i'm not afraid to go back to jail and they oh yeah with, is that why you got divorced <laughs> they say that shit all the time though <laughs> like that is a go-to joke for them it's like oh is that why you guys got divorced or they'll ask me and be like uh hey did you break up with mom <laughs> when they know that's not the answer, <laughs> they know <laughs> I did not do the breaking up, and they have that stupid little smirk on their face. That I, I I do the same thing, so I can't even be mad at them. Like that's that's me. You got that yeah. from me. I know um, where you got that joke. The humor's good. <laughs> I did a great job. Right, get on me. <laughs> also thinking out loud Thursday, not just the trying to undo the jinx stuff. Yesterday. <clears throat> I I get mentioned, like, if something happens with a certain player, like Jared Stidham, uh, if anything happens with him, I get a lot of mentions. People will be like, oh, did you see this, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. um, there's another one with the, uh, like, best shape of his life. I get tagged in a lot of those tweets. If Casey's and Natty Light do anything together, I might as well just shut my phone off because everybody will be like, this is you, stuff like that. And it's on Instagram, it's on Twitter everything i don't hate it yesterday though was an interesting one shea patterson got cut from the usfl team i bet i got tagged five times in tweets wasn't about he it. the number one pick he was the number one overall <laughs> pick in that draft but i didn't know that i was like the shea patterson guy to be like, I, gotta tag him i didn't it, either at first it was just like okay yeah that's interesting not really sure why i'm being tagged in it but that's cool but then you know a couple others roll in and i'm like why am I the Shea Patterson guy? I, and I honestly, I don't remember what I said. I know that I've probably shit on him before because he's not a good quarterback. But I didn't know that I was like the Shea Patterson tweet at guy. Huh. I don't know. He's now with the New Orleans Breakers, though. Same so new threads for him. Same league or? Yeah. Congratulations to him. I have no idea what's going on in that league. I know that we said. Either. 
weeks ago that we weren't going to pay attention to it, and I honestly have not at all. The Michigan Panthers are the one that drafted him, and they mm-hmm. released him. Literally an hour later, he's picked up by the New Orleans Breakers. New Orleans got to be pretty bad in my guess. Actually, I think they're one of the best teams in the league. So they need a backup. So, I don't, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try to look it up. I, I don't care. Sorry, I don't care enough about the USFL. To look I don't it up either. And figure it out. Okay. Don't even know what team he's on. I just so thought it was interesting. The, the Shea Patterson guy now. I guess so. Look at it, that. It'll fizzle out. He'll get cut by the next team or the league will collapse. <laughs> and I won't have to see tweets about it anymore. But I just thought that was weird and interesting because I didn't know that I'd had like such strong takes about Shea Patterson to be the Shea Patterson guy. Yeah. But it's whatever. I'll wear that crown. It's fine. Are you happy with it? Are you okay with it? It doesn't bother me. I like the Twitter Twitter interactions, especially when it's not like, "Hey, you're fucking stupid." That was my hey, attempt moron. at a you New said York this guy's accent. Name wrong. Well, maybe my bad. <laughs> oh yeah, which I do all the time with him. Yeah, you got Giannis's name though. Antetokounmpo. Yeah, Antetokounmpo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got it too, surprisingly. <laughs> but uh, my thinking out loud Thursday is Instagram. I don't know what's going on with it. It is aggravating. I don't know if this has been happening to anybody else or just me, but I am tired of getting on Instagram, scrolling through it, and then seeing the amount of sponsored posts or posts from accounts that I do not follow. It's like they're trying to find some type of algorithm to show me posts from accounts that I would be interested in. I follow those accounts for a reason. The accounts that I follow is because I want to see that content. That's the information I want to see. If I want to see some stuff that I may be interested, I'll go to that little search icon that you have there with the magnifying glass and look up some stuff or just see what they have there because those are the suggested posts that you may be interested in. And it's all like NFL sports and like Mm -hmm. other stupid stuff. Or Yeah, and you brought this up right before the show, and I hadn't noticed it yet, and you ruined that for me because then I did notice it. And I immediately like opened my Instagram, went to check it, and was like, oh, I don't think that that's – been going on with mine it is a rhythm it's a pattern of i will see two posts from an account that i follow and then i get a sponsored post and then a suggested post and then it's two from somebody that i follow suggested sponsored two from people i follow suggested sponsored it is out of hand and i what's crazy about instagram i love it but also at the same time that was kind of the demise of facebook of like, yeah. oh, I'm getting all this information from people that I don't know. So uh, I don't want to see that. And like you said, if I did want to see it, I would go follow that account. Yeah. And like that's the thing too though is like I don't want to see all this sponsored stuff. Like I mm-hmm. don't – I hate the fact that like you can take over social media with your ads. Your ads only go in certain spots like with uh, – what's another one? Snapchat? Like Snapchat Mm -hmm. looks like they have some interesting stories on something. It's like, okay, like I kind of want to see – like the headline got me. I want to see or learn more about that. And it's like every time you go to click forward, it's like, okay, I already already read this. I want to go to the next one. It's like you got to watch a 10, five-second ad. I don't want to waste 10 to five seconds to see your stupid little clip here about a product that I don't give a shit about. I'm not smoking e-cigs, so I don't care. Oh, you're not? No. Oh, you're missing out. I'm not ripping any nick, dog. No? That's what my – I don't know. I think that's the, the slang or the term of it. Nick. Nick. N-I-C for nicotine. Kids are stupid, man. It is. <laughs> that and like uh, I heard a comment the other day like, oh, bro, you dead ass? Like, are you serious? Yeah, dude, I'm dead ass. That's an old one. It still drives me nuts. Uh-huh. I'm just not hearing people use it 
and like my age group that are like talking about. Oh, stuff. really? <laughs> and I'm just like, Dude, it creeps its way here. up. I, I feel like it starts in like high schools. And then it creeps its way up to like college kids start using different slang terms. Mm -hmm. And then before you know it, like your age group will be, then my age group will be. Um, we're all like guilty of it. I can remember being in high school and using slang terms and like my older brothers being like, you sound like an idiot. Stop talking like that. Yeah. You sound dumb. And then, you know, your age group, I can remember having some younger friends being like, you, you sound stupid when you talk. Yep. And then, you know, the age group below it. We're all guilty of it, but I, I think it's just one of those things when that's dumb. You don't sound smart when you talk that way. Those words are not cool. If I have to wait like two months to figure out what you're saying, it's dumb. Don't do yeah. it. I mean, one that got me was cap. I was getting ready like, to say oh, that. are you capping? Like, what the fuck does that mean? Yo, bro, I just did this no cap. <laughs> yeah. Dead ass. Bet. <laughs> right, exactly. Oh my god, can, dang, dude. You can write a whole paragraph using slang terms, and I would have no idea what the fuck you're saying. Uh, we might need to do that. And In I don't this even, episode, dead ass kid. Yeah, no cap. I don't even know if it's me, like, being old. Like, I'm still pretty in tune. With yeah, I just, pop I don't know these terminology. slang terms. I don't know them. <laughs> but it, it does feel like it's gotten out of hand over the last couple of years. Could you imagine an NBA player like running down the floor? Like, dude, I just hit that shot. Like, dead ass, bro. Bro, I just dead ass hit that. No cap. Best thing I've ever seen. <laughs> dead ass three in your eye, dude. No cap. One that drives me nuts, too, is hype. I'm hype about this. No, because that I, like, maybe if you just say hype. Like, this video hyped me up. No, you changed the word. You said hyped. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, like, that's the yes. difference. So, if you said hyped, I'm on board. That's accurate. But when you say, yo, I'm so hype. No, you're not. You're so hyped. <laughs> so that's where it gets me. Like, you're saying the fucking word wrong. <laughs> Just fix the way you say your, the word. Yo, this is hype, dog. And I, I see it now on, like, you know, like Bleacher Report, the overtime people putting it out there. Or if I see one more person post, like, oh, guess who pulled up? Why? What? Just say that they were there. <laughs> or don't. Just be like, hey, look who's at the game. Instead of being like, Lil Wayne pulled up to the Mavericks game. Yes. It doesn't sound cool. I'm not going to like it just because you talk like a moron. Just be like, Lil Wayne in the crowd tonight. Look at Patrick Mahomes sitting courtside. Yo, not Patrick and Brittany pulled up. Courtside <laughs> tickets, dog. No cap. They're there. I'm so dead ass. I just want to find a way to just start using those yeah. in everything I do now. <laughs> I'm going to be at Matt's wedding and be like, yo, this freaking wedding is hype. I'm going to have to work a couple into the speech. <laughs> when Matt said he was going to propose, I said, no cap? <laughs> Dead ass? Bro. <laughs> it's yo, so I'm hype for you, dog. I'm hype for you. <laughs> yeah, it's so when stupid. You, when you pulling up? <laughs> yeah. What time should I pull up? <laughs> yeah. What time's the wedding? All right, bet. Be there. Yeah. Shit, we're going to be doing this all weekend. <laughs> I just know it. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna do uh, it tonight to him and just yeah, be like, "Why the fuck are you talking like that?" Leave us, leave us some other ones that you would like for us to use because I'm I'm definitely not familiar with all of them. I'm gonna go talk to my niece. Uh, I'm just gonna call her after the show and just write down the stupid shit and phrases <laughs> that she says. Yeah. So how was the weekend? But I'm another college student. Just talk to me. Yeah. Oh, weekend was hype. This person pulled up. 
Oh, awesome. No cap. <laughs> That's exactly what it sounds like talking to these fucking kids. All right. We appreciate those kids, though. That is it for us today. Let us know what other uh, stupid phrases that we should say here on Mike Up. Uh, right here every weekday at 10 a.m. in the call-in app. We appreciate you guys listening to us. We'll be back tomorrow kicking off that Memorial Weekend. Uh, we will be off Monday. We're taking the day uh, to enjoy with our families and doing whatever we want. Uh, actually, I don't think I'm doing anything with my family. Might just dip into that marijuana. Yep. We'll see. Uh, another one, slaps. Yes. Thanks, Bryce. Yeah, yeah. That that phrase slaps for sure. All right, that's it for us today. We appreciate you guys. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.